This is the Football's Life Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eric Westland, and I'm always, of course, joined along all the way across the pond. No, you're not across the pond. A <laughs> little ways down the road. No local. How's, how's Michigan doing? Oh, the great state of Michigan. We're doing well. <laughs> We're doing well. <laughs> uh, yep. Can't... Uh, can't wait for the Lions to screw up another draft and everybody around <laughs> here to complain. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, everybody's all the projections are that they're going to get like a wide receiver, and everybody's pissed because it's like they're saying they have a gazillion problems. A wide receiver ain't going to fix Jack's like squat nothing. Get yep. one like the third. Yeah, so, I'm I'm ready for the freakouts. I'm pumped. Oh, me too. It'll be great. Yeah, it is uh, Wednesday night. The it's it's basically the night before Christmas. One of the Christmases that we get. Christmas is opening day, the f- the first game of the NFL. Yeah. Well, so what's this? Um, this is like. I I guess I'm extra excited because I have a lot of picks. When I don't have a lot of picks, it's not as exciting. This is Thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving okay. because it's like underrated, and there's plenty of food involved. Um, it feels like so, a long time in between Thanksgiving and Christmas because it yeah. does feel like a long time between now and the first day of the season. So when, what is, uh, actual rookie draft day then? Hmm. I feel like that should be Thanksgiving. See, I feel like that's like the night before Thanksgiving when everybody goes out drinking. Well, that's a terrible day for me. Yeah. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like those guys in Iowa do. So I guarantee they do. And then we just take advantage of them being intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, tomorrow's gonna be great. I'll uh, right after I'm done with this, I'll throw up a uh, room ID for Zoom call, and mm-hmm. we'll get that ready and loaded for tomorrow afternoon. So yep. if you guys would like to join us to watch the NFL draft together, please do. It's a blast. We had so much fun last year, and uh, I want to keep that going. I will be – Friday is actually my anniversary, fifth-year anniversary, and uh, my wife loves me enough to where we're spending the whole morning and afternoon, and then my anniversary present is I get to watch the, the second round of the draft with you guys. So <laughs> that's awesome. happy anniversary me. And then, uh, all Saturday we'll be, we'll be doing stuff too. So, uh, works out good for me. Oh yeah. But dude, Oh, I can't not wait running backs in the first round. Let's see it. Let's oh, please see please, it. Please, please, please. Yep. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure things out, uh, with that as we go, but should be, Perfect. We have our draft rookie draft date set up. That's May 14th. Um, only people that have not paid are Jay Cozier and your brother Drake. Shocker. He's he's been Drake's been pretty quiet actually in the yeah. League. He has been does, pretty does quiet. He, yeah. Does he hate us or what, do you know what's going on with him? No, I think like as active as he is, like did you just during call this Drake active. <laughs> During this season, I think, oh, that's I, what you meant. <laughs> I think sometimes he struggles to get going in the off season when it comes to, you know, okay. the 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 football juices. So yeah, he likes the resting period. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I have to admit, this year I don't feel nearly as prepared as I did in years past. But 
That's not because I don't like the NFL. That's just because my work has been insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it has nothing to do with no interest. So, yeah. Well, we got uh, the last two teams, both Jay Cozier and Clay, to talk about. Uh, we have two trades that we'll probably go over first. Um, man, Clay has decided to be a busy guy and made like both these trades are huge. Yeah. So. Speaking of Drake, it's like if the whole league was having a, you know, a water gun fight and Drake wasn't playing at all. He was in a different room. And then Clay came in with a freaking fire hose and just yeah. wrecked all of us today. <laughs> well, Drake is fair skinned. So avoiding a water fight outside, <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah. He you doesn't always want to put it on that sunblock. No, yeah. you were the same way. I was. And it cost me. <laughs> Oh, it did. <laughs> so let's dip right into it. We got the first trade between Clay and Dykstra. What what happened, Noah? So Dykstra received Mike Evans, um, a second-round pick next year, a third-round pick next year, and then a second-round pick in 2023. Um, and he gave Clay... Alvin Kamara. Wow. I was. Yep. It's a biggie. Yeah. It's a biggie. A little, a little blindsided by this one. Yeah. Yep. This was one of that... those things where <laughs> the the sleeper chat was just, you know, like I, I have my phone, you know, Bluetooth to my radio at work, and I'm trying to listen to music. But my stupid phone just ring, 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 ring. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so I had to go check it out, and yeah, I was also surprised. What do you think? Yeah i i have I have some strong thoughts in this one. Uh oh, big big fat shocker there, huh? Me with strong thoughts. Yeah, you're an uh, expert on your opinion. Yeah. Oh, you are not wrong. I'm glad you realized that actually. Yeah. Uh, yep. For for me, this is a monumental, <laughs> massive, huge win for Clay, um, and I, and I think it's pretty one sided. Now, I don't necessarily like in a vacuum. I don't necessarily think Dykstra got fleeced. Like if you're no. just looking, Kamara for what? Like I I don't think he got fleeced. But for me, it's like when you put teams into context what did both teams need running backs like mm-hmm. if if you look at Dykstra's team now i don't think he's a contender literally because of this pick i think this might kick him to where he's out of the playoffs in our league but what was he he was saying something in the chat right because like people were kind of freaking out about it but then he was he was giving some explanation in the chat i don't remember what it was um, Let me. I'll whip back real quick. Yeah, I was. Because um, I remember when there. he was talking on the chat, I wasn't. I could see he was trying to explain something. I wasn't quite understanding what was going on. I, I think. But. I think he was talking. He was talking because uh, TJ brought up how they basically swapped back because Clay had Kamara before and traded it to him. And, oh. Okay. And so, like, they're kind of like. Because we said that Clay got fleeced when he traded away Kamara to Dykstra before, 
And then now people are seeing, saying that Dykstra kind of got fleeced in return by Clay. Um, and so I think he was adding um, all the extra stuff that he kind of got on top of it and everything. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, not nothing massive there. But, like, but yeah, like, for me, I know that Dykstra didn't have, like, a wide receiver one. Like, Cooper Cup is kind of that he's, – he's a solid wide receiver two, upper echelon. Same with Adam Thielen. Devontae Parker is like a back wide receiver too. Um, and Brandon Cooks is a wide receiver too. So like he didn't he didn't have that stud muffin wide receiver. But A, I don't know if Mike Evans is that. And then B, now his running backs suck. Like he's got Zeke and nothing else. Uh, I know TJ mentioned it in the chat as well about how Miami could really hurt him with Parker and, and Gaskin. And I think that's going to happen. I think Miami takes a running back in the first or second round. Uh, so I, uh, I, me personally, I think this is just not a good trade that helps Dykstra's team moving forward. Um, I'm just interested to see what he does. Maybe he's got other moves. Um, he owns 20 draft picks in the next three years, over the next three years. So Yeah, like, he's got a lot crap ton of draft picks which is kind of opposite of what he was when he first came into the league like i don't know if you remember Noah, but he basically got rid of all of his draft picks and got yep. players only one uh, first round pick though that's the kicker you get 20 draft picks and only one first rounder and it's in 2022 um so yeah i, I think for me i'm just a little little surprised is, is kind of my thought of um i just expected like because on the flip side, Clay, that's what he needed, and I and I thought it was pretty obvious. Like if you look at if you look at Clay's roster right now, he is stacked at wide receiver, mm-hmm. and so giving up Mike Evans, who might have been his worst wide receiver at the time for his like his main four or five, um, no brainer, no brainer. Yeah, it's it's no sweat off his back to get Kamara, and he's and he's still at the at the time of this trade. We'll get to the next trade in a second here, but at the time of this trade. He still had six first rounders in the next three years, mm-hmm. and now he has five. So, if I'm if I'm Dykstra, I'm a little choked because I feel like you could have gotten Mike Evans and a first um, instead of kind of seconds and thirds. But anything else for you? No, I. You hit it right on. I th- I think the same thing. I think it was you know, um, he didn't get screwed or anything, but I definitely would take the. Camara side as well, and yeah, I'll be interested to see if he tries trading up during the draft with how needy he is at running back now. Or yeah, um, and maybe if, he has a sneaky plan. Like he's yeah. got a few early seconds, so maybe like a guy like Chuba Hubbard or um, uh, Sermon from Ohio State. Maybe one of those guys like ends in a great spot. Yep, and like they end up with the Falcons or the Dolphins or something like that, and and he he swoops those guys up in the second and they end up being like this year's Antonio Gibson kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then, then he's, then he's sitting pretty and he's fine. Um, I, yeah, I just, I just like what it does for Clay's team this year and, and it kind of hurts Dykstra's in my opinion, but yep. Really rounds out Clay's team for sure. Well, we thought his team couldn't get more rounded out until he made another trade. Yeah. <laughs> Frick. What do you got for us? It was all right. It's, it's a three-way, so I'm. I'll just say like I have before who everybody received. 
Yeah, play. if you go in the chat, um, Dykstra put a screenshot on there, and it actually breaks down um, what everybody gave up to. So if people are curious about how that goes, yeah, um, it yeah. is in the chat. So Clay received T.Y. Hilton, George Kittle, the 305, and then TJ received only picks. He received the 106, the 207, and then a second-round pick next year. And DeYoung received a first-round pick next year, and TJ Hawkinson and Dallas Goddard. Yeah. I, I I think uh, if you go to the chat and you look at that screen, um, it, it breaks it down quite quite nicely actually. Uh, for me, I think Clay is the upfront obvious winner because he got Kittle. Kittle rounds out like his starting roster is lethal. I think his starting roster is the best in the league. Um, and he he gave up basically the one hundred six and then some seconds and then Goddard. So so depth but the 106 so it's worth it because kittle is that game changer now everything rides on kittle so if kittle doesn't perform or if he gets hurt again then it's a it's a big loss but at, at least up front it's a win now with tj and indy young i don't think they lost but i think both of them took a lot of risk um de young's risking everything on the back that a he'll hit on that first round pick but that either Goddard or Hawkinson, and I think he's banking Hawkinson, will take that huge step up and, and they'll they'll go from that middling tight end one to try to beat one of those elite guys. Um, and then for, for TJ, he's he's losing Hawkinson in her first and, and getting a bunch of picks back. So he's got the pressure of losing a guy like Hawkinson, which I thought was going to be the eventual replacement for um for travis kelsey but now he's got picks that he needs to hit on so that's the thing though is that um i think tj's the winner here because he he's already got kelsey um and then as far as backup tight ends like irv smith was starting to look better i mean we don't know what will happen there and then you know he gave up that first round pick next year but then now he's got another pick in the first round this year so i mean he's already got what we agree is the best team on paper right now in the league right now um yep and now he's got two picks in the first round and then two picks in the second as well yeah he's gonna be i like his side of the trade to be honest yeah Kittle, Kittle, kittle makes me nervous with his injury history right now but i mean that could i mean if he has a full healthy season this coming year, everybody will forget about his injury stuff. So, yeah, for for me, just looking at what he's gonna get at one hundred six, I I won't spoil, but I'm pretty sure I know what he's probably gonna pick at one hundred six. Oh. Um, it, I just don't know. Yeah, I I think it'll be it'll be fine. Um, those second rounders are are definitely flyers. Because I think the 207 this year is a little late. And then we're probably both going to agree Clay's second next year is going to be really late. Um, most likely, yeah. Most likely. So, so yeah, I just – yeah, I, I, I agree. I think we can look back in a year or two 
And DeYoung and TJ are both really happy, and Clay's mad because Kittle is hurt or digresses or whatever. Mm. But um, I just think that they took on a little more upfront risk. But yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So. Yeah, lots of. Oh, I just was <clears throat> not expecting that. Um, I was I was unfortunately working all evening, and I got I got a couple offers apparently, and some people were talking to me about about trades. And I was like really pumped to kind of look at them and see everything. No, they they made new deals and everything kind of got moved along, and I just was behind the the eight ball. So uh, <laughs> it, it happens, it happens. But um, first up, we got a former winner, 2019, I believe. Um, one of the more interesting guys in the group because he's just, he's just got a different strategy than most. Yeah, that is Jay Cozier. So he he's been around since our initial draft, and honestly, his team was like his looking back at everything was one of the easiest and quickest for me out of everybody, uh, just because you can basically tell his team in a nutshell, and that is. He hates drafting. He hates rookies. He makes a decent amount of trades, um, but but only at certain like seasons of the year. And then he's always in win now mode. That that's his brain. Um, so I'll quickly go over it. Oh, and then I'll say this too. He is no question the best at finding gems off of the waiver wire. Yeah. He he didn't drop anybody that was that was negative. So one of the few that had no negative drops. Um, but then I had four really solid big time ads. So we'll go over those quickly. He picked up in 2018. He picked up James Connor and Devonte Parker. So two guys Dang. that were kind of no names and both ended up breaking out. So he got both of those guys, and then he ended up grabbing. Darren Waller off the free agency, which friggin' fantastic pickup. And he did Matthew, all right last year. <laughs> yeah, Matthew Stafford too. Why was Matthew Stafford on free agency? I don't know. Wow. I. <laughs> I was. I had to like double and triple check, and I was like, "Yeah, it freaking happened. We're idiots." So, so yeah, he got like four really solid guys that like. Yeah, James Conner is not great now. But he was a running back one that first year that he grabbed him. And he was a solid running back two the next year. Um, Devontae Parker had a really solid year. I think he was a top-end wide receiver two. Waller's had two fantastic back-to-back seasons at tight end. And then Stafford's just a really good backup QB. I think anybody would take Stafford as their backup QB right now. Heck yeah. So um, when it comes to drafting, like I said, he doesn't really do it. So the initial draft was probably one of the safest and easiest where he went Barkley, Melvin Gordon, and Travis Kelsey, Brandon Cooks. One, two, three, four. Um, Barkley's had injuries. Gordon's been solid. Kelsey's been fantastic. And Cooks has been solid. Uh, So no real, like, massive misses. Like, probably his biggest miss would be at five, Demaryius Thomas, who I don't think did anything for him. Um, But outside of that... That wasn't anything huge and, and no late late picks that were really good either. Um, 
And then in the two, is it? Yeah. And then in, in the two rookie drafts that we've had, um, he has not picked any higher than 310. Wow. So he's picked 310, 312, 410, and 412. Those are the four picks he's had in two years. Wow. Um, now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, real good. So the first year, Josh Oliver, Mike Weber, whatever. Late run flyers didn't work out. Um, but last year, Eno Benjamin, and eh, whatever, 312. But then Mr. Irrelevant, 412, James Robinson. Yeah. Fantastic pick. Unfortunately, we'll get to it a little bit later. He traded it to Vis before the, ste- the season started. So... Um, he didn't really get to reap any rewards there, but, um, when we look at actual trades, I know, I, I know you were a little bit too, but I was definitely shocked. Um, he didn't make a ton of trades, but I was, I was shocked by how many trades I thought that he lost. Um, so if we eight, 2018, he made four trades to be honest. I have all of them as pretty much even. The only one that might have been a little bit of a loss for him, it was the smallest, most insignificant one, where basically he gave up a second for Emmanuel Sanders. Um, you can tell he likes to use his draft picks to try to get trades in his favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, they don't normally work out in his favor. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a bummer for him. 2019... He made two trades, and I have them both as a loss and a big loss. Uh, he traded with you, Noah, and he gave you a second rounder for John Ross, which you gladly took. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he traded for AJ Green, who did jack squat nothing, and he gave up Hunter Henry a first that turned into uh, oh, it turned into Keyshawn Vaughn, which. You know, let's just say it could have turned into, turned into T. Higgins. That would have been better. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then it turned into a second. So first, second, and Hunter Henry for A.J. Green, which yeah, that's, that is, ew, doesn't taste good in your mouth, does it? Nope. Uh, and then 2020, 13 trades. Noah, what would you think of them? Yeah, I mean, um, quite a few stuck out as bad, honestly. But the ones that really stuck out was when – he got Josh Jacobs, but he gave up uh, oh. Saquon and a first-round pick to Clay. That's the worst one to make for me. For me. Yep, yep. And then the other oh, bad so one bad. I have written down is when he got Mark Ingram and gave up a first-round pick next year to Laser Dude. Um, yeah. And then, um, honestly, the other bad one I have is the one we talked about last week was the, the, the trade. Um a few weeks ago when he got David Montgomery and gave up two first round picks. Um, I didn't think that was, did he after think, trading for David Montgomery from so, right? So he, he had Montgomery trade him away and then traded for him again. Or was it the other yeah, way? Yeah, around? yeah. yeah. So, so Bulkama got Montgomery from, uh, was it DeYoung? I think. And then uh, that's not the important part. Then he got he got Montgomery from Volkama. Now, like literally, what is it? It's a month later. He traded Montgomery, <laughs> Keenan Allen, and a fourth to TJ for Boyd and two firsts. 
And I was like, okay, that's that's fine, that's fine. Um, I like Keenan Allen quite a bit, but that's fine. And then as soon as the season ends, basically, he trades David Montgomery. I mean, he trades for David Montgomery from TJ and gives up two firsts. And those look like decent first rounders, too. So, ugh. Yeah. Weird. So Montgomery went from being drafted by me and then I traded him to DeYoung. Yeah. Then DeYoung traded him to Bulkama. Bulkama to Jayco Zier. Yeah. Jayco Zier to TJ. TJ back to Jayco Zier. How is Montgomery? <laughs> and, and honestly, in all the trades but one, the first trade from Jayco Zier to TJ, in all the trades but one, Montgomery was the main piece on his side of the deal. Yeah. What the crap are we doing? <laughs> Why? Why? Watch out, happening? everybody. <laughs> when the draft is happening, Eric's going to try and sell his picks for David Montgomery. Dude, it's going to happen. Dude, for Montgomery. <laughs> Give him to me. Like, what, what the heck? I don't understand what everybody's infatuation is with David Montgomery. Like, to me, he's a solid, a solid flex. Yep. Really solid flex. But what what are we doing? The only ones that <laughs> I thought were good, but they were not home runs at all, but I, I thought they were solid was when um this year, honestly at the time I thought it was kind of dumb, but um but it worked out <laughs> in his favor when he got Gronk and he gave up a second round pick next year. That that worked out for him because Gronk played well this year. Um and then the other one was when he got a first and a second for Mike Evans and a fourth. Um, I both so those, those both those, those trades I thought were small wins for him. I had two small wins as well, and those were neither of them. Really? Okay. Yeah, I I had I had uh, both of those as even. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, the the two losses the two wins that I had was getting a second this year, which was. Like the two oh seven, uh, for James Conner, because James Conner didn't do anything at the end of the year, and now he's not looking good. So getting a second round guy for second round pick for a guy that is likely never to be really valuable again, love it. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other one is, oh okay, now I know why. So this is because it's against you. Um, but uh, I actually, I actually do think he won the Zeke trade. So he got Zeke for Josh Jacobs and two thirds. Um, and so I, I do believe I'm just not high on Josh Jacobs. Um, I'm terrified he's lost his line, and they signed Kenyon Drake. I'm just, and, and they, they just, they proved last year that they don't know how to use him properly. Like they don't yeah, use the, him passing him. The off season has not been in it, his. It favor. has not. No. Nope. Um so, so starting kinda... with the giant gash on his freaking forehead. <laughs> what a way to kick it off. Holy um, balls. <laughs> so I, I have that as like I said, just a slight one though. It's not a home run. Um but yeah, the the only things that I have for losses I do have him losing that that big trade at the beginning of the year against Zach Viss. Um Yes. He did he the one did with, get uh, um Keenan Allen and yeah he yeah. like he did receive Keenan Allen and Prescott and I like both those guys but I don't think the gap between Allen and Prescott over Stafford and Parker is big enough to cover 
Melvin Gordon, Darren Waller, and James Robinson. Um, those those three guys that this got were huge in him winning the championship last year. Waller and, and Robinson were were monumental. Um, so I think I think that was that was bad. And then he had a lot of those like he traded for Jack Doyle, gave up a second. Yep. Traded for Anthony Miller, gave up a second. Ugh. Like like those those moves that I just I don't get. Um, and you you already highlighted the big one where he traded for Mark Ingram, got gave up a first. Uh, so I, yeah, not not a huge fan of those little like desperation moves to fill some holes and and then you regret them later. But yeah, um, this coming up draft, big fat shocker. Uh, he does not have a single draft pick. In his upcoming nope. draft. Yeah. Him and DeYoung, I think, are the only two guys that have zero picks going I thought, into I thought DeYoung has a pick in the third. Nope. He traded that away. And oh. the big the big three way trade. Oh yeah. He owns yeah. one pick and it's my twenty twenty two first. It's the only pick he has. Um <coughs> so That'll yeah, change. I don't... That'll change. <laughs> So yeah, that with with that being said, it doesn't look like his team is going to be changing all that much. Um, so looking at his team now, Noah, what do you project and what would you like to see? <sighs> well, he does have solid starting running backs, and he has some, I would say, some okay depth at wide receiver. Uh, not terrible, not terrible, um, but. Unfortunately, I, th- I think he does have a lot of weaknesses right now. Um, he's got no picks. Um, his running back depth is not good. Because um, I like the two starters, like I said, Aaron Jones and David Montgomery. But past yep, that, fine. you got Carlos Hyde, Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette, A.J. Dillon, Mark Ingram. I mean, If this was three years ago... He has oh, the yeah, you're best pumped. running back yeah. in the league. Yeah, you're excited. <laughs> but this isn't 2018. This nope. This is 20, 2021. Nope, don't yeah. like that. So, honestly, I, I it's tricky because, like you said, he has a different strategy than everyone else. So, like, I'm kind of looking at this team like I don't – I'm not sure really what I would do. But, honestly, I would – try and trade these guys that are in their prime like Aaron Jones and David Montgomery. I mean... The the problem is, though, we just went over all these trades, like a bunch of trades that we think he lost. And, um, like, the reality is, he, we thought he was doing that. Yeah. At the end of the season, he was trading a lot of his older guys for draft picks. And we loved a lot of those trades where, where he was getting some first-round picks and, and we thought it was some good fair value. And then he like instantly flipped all those picks for some more old guys like Odell Beckham Jr. and and, and stuff like that. So like, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zach Ertz as your tight end too. Like I ain't getting it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. like that. I'm 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 thinking that um, what what I could honestly see is he rolls out with this team. He could get lucky, like if his team stays healthy and, and guys overperform, um, he could be a playoff team. Uh, yeah, yeah, just just sneak in there at five or six. But the reality is, with bye weeks and um, 
with injuries that will probably happen to everybody. Uh, yeah, I just I don't see him making the playoffs, and then and then hopefully he realizes that maybe it's time to rebuild and try to get some picks back because uh, it feels bad. He's got one pick in the next three years. It's a 2023 fourth. Yeah. No draft uh, capital right now. And if he does get it, he'll probably trade it away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. <laughs> vicious cycle. Yeah. All right. Well, I think anything else for him? Are you good? No, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, we got uh, the man of the hour for trades the last couple of days, uh, Clay. And he has not been in the, in the league as long. Um he basically showed up after the rookie draft in 2019. Um, so it was your wife's team. She did the draft, which she did actually fine. She got Debo Samuel at 112. Um, and then then after that, he got the team. I think it was like a couple weeks into the season. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. Yep. So he's had one rookie draft with us. Um, this will be his second. And then he's had two seasons worth of, of trades. Uh, for free agency, he didn't have any bad drops. The only good ad that I found was he had uh, he picked up Ryan Tannehill, which hmm. um, that was kind of when he got traded to the Titans, and we kind of thought he'd be dead to the world, but he came back and took over for Mariota and never looked back. So great pickup there. Um, and then for, for drafting... Um, He's like I said, he's only been in one draft. This is his second. His first pick was the two oh one and it was or two oh two and it was Brandon Ayuk. I thought that was a great pick. Uh two oh five Tua. We have yet to see that. You own two oh now. Um, but yet to see what the council thinks about that one. Um and then he didn't really get any late steals. His third and fourth were just um Courtney Davis. Do you know who that is, Noah? Nope. Neither do does anybody else. Drafted by the Vikings, now plays for the Colts, and no one knows. Um, and then Jordan Love, the man, the myth, the legend. He, he picked him up in the fourth. So, nothing crazy. He has – he had a lot of picks early on this, this year. Yep. But then, he like we just finished doing the trades, he's been busy. He is a busy, busy guy. And so, he only has a third and a fourth for this year's draft. Um for trades from 2019, he started off a little bit slow. First year in the league, and he was kind of dipping his toe in the water. Um, I didn't have... Uh, oh, never mind. I actually did have a few trades that I really liked, and a couple, and one that I didn't. Um, he had he actually had quite a few fair trades, which is always good to start off with. Um, and then the one I disliked was actually... Alvin Kamara. So when we, we talked about it back in the day, uh, he traded Cam. He got he got Cam Newton and a whack of picks. A uh, bunch of first seconds and a third for Alvin Kamara that went to Dykstra. Uh, I think the jury's still out because three of the picks are in 2022. But overall, I think that it is a loss just because of how valuable Kamara was. That's um, what Dykstra was saying. He was saying... He traded him after he had his the, his best season. Yeah, yeah, that that's makes sense. what he was saying. Sorry, and, and, and Kamara was really solid this year. So yeah, yeah. Um, he so was yeah, ma- and, he was making the case that he, you know, 
um, you used to sell high, sold them, yeah. sell high. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that just came to me. But. No, you're good, dude. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think everything was was pretty fair. Maybe the only other slight win would have been he traded for Josh Jacobs um, with with Dykstra. So, um, 2019 was was a pretty relaxed year. Uh, Noah, what did you have for 2021? He got busy in 2020 with trades. He made yeah, he had 30 of 30. Them. Yeah. Holy cow. A lot to go through. Well, I, like right away, I kind of have a good and a bad. Like it was good when he got digs for Juju. Um, and again, it's easier for us to say this now after Diggs had such an amazing season. But I then knew he would. It, shut up then it kind of <laughs> then it kind of flip-flop because he gave up digs to you eric and yeah. you gave him Lockett a first and a third um i'm not gonna lie though i i i actually was like the lone wolf i think on digs yep for, i don't know why everybody hated josh allen and digs at the beginning of last year okay get a hold of they yourself they hated him and he's then he's the best he's the greatest <laughs> Is he on your team? Or? No, I traded him back to Clay. Actually, oh, oh. <laughs> um, but then, like we've, I think we've already talked about this trade a few times. But at the time, we thought Drake got such a steal, but now it looks really good for Clay when he got um, uh, Jefferson and gave up uh, Lockett a first and a third. Uh, that, yeah, we thought he got robbed. Yep. At the time. Yep, and then another. Now it looks pretty pretty freaking good it makes me sad though is when he gave me jarvis landry and i gave him a first round pick that kind of hurts him. <laughs> um, i missed that one actually yeah yeah <laughs> oh, that's awesome don't yeah, wait eric is. don't wait you'll get nut kicked when uh you gave him deandre swift in a second round pick and he gave you lamar jackson yeah but at least lamar jackson's still worth something shut up <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then when he got when he got Joe Burrow and uh, kind of a, you gave up a few seconds and a third, uh, pretty darn good. I don't, I don't have written down who that trade was with, but that was G Money. G Money, okay. Yeah, what's his name now, by the way, on the app? Glerma, Germa, GG it, Lerma. It would be it would be Germa if there wasn't an L, so it's probably <laughs> Glerma. Uh, Glerma. What's... I'm still calling him G Money, but yeah, but but we can call him Germa. G-Money listens to the podcast, so... Dude, G-Money is amazing. It, dude, he is, he is awesome. Put it in the I, chat, G-Money. What, what's with the name change? What's the story? I think he said something about it briefly at one point, but I kind of forgot. Oh. And, okay. and then he also mentioned his icon, but I think you were at work and I was probably eating a pretzel or something. I don't know. Dude, story of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then the other good one I have is when uh, he got Saquon in first. Oh, gave up Josh Jacobs big time. Yep. Yeah, I, I have uh, a few more. I think losses. Let me double check here. I am boiling hot in this room. Oh, dude, it's cooking. It's getting hot in here. It's like the Rock. Um, probably nobody gets that joke because that's a WWE joke. But uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you hit. A, <laughs> Sorry, you hit all. They did not want to hear you singing. No, you no. hit all the giant ones. I had a few small ones like giving up a second in Knox for Anthony Miller. Um, I didn't like that. 
he gave up the what turned out to be the eventual 101 this year and he gave up Dallas Goddard. So that was a trade with me. So the one-on-one for, for Goddard. Um, I know he was trying to make a push for the playoffs, uh, which he did make, but then kind of got bounced out right away. But, yeah, and you don't know that that's going to be the one-on-one. It could have been the 105 or 106 for all he knew. Yeah. Um, the other one, I don't think you touched on that, and that was the Derrick Henry trade. Yeah, I thought about writing that down, but I didn't. My, my, it was two firsts that he did receive for Derrick Henry and yeah. he gave up a uh, Derrick Henry in a second. The reason why I have it as a loss was because they're Drake's first. So they're both going to be late. This year's is late and next year's will probably be late. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake's Drake was the second place. So that's the one eleven this year. And then who knows about next year, but um, I just think Derrick Henry, a stud running back is, is worth more than that. Um, yeah. Outside of that, I like the trade for Evans that he got uh i thought that was really really good and then he ended up flipping evans eventually for uh what became an alvin Kamara trade so it even looks better in hindsight when you like the the pickup for a guy and then you like what you turn him into so uh really really solid my big thing noah if you look at his team currently right now Mm -hmm. he has not drafted any of his good players. Oh. None, none of his play, He didn't even inherit any of them. So Mary Beth, Mary Beth didn't draft any of his good players. Didn't Mary he, Beth didn't, didn't inherit. Didn't he draft Ridley? I thought he drafted Ridley. Nope. Traded for him. Oh. Uh, where? On, this, on the app? Yeah, he traded for him from G-Money. Zach Viss was actually the one that drafted Ridley. Oh. And then it went to TJ. Yeah. TJ like to Zach G Money Viss needs any more receivers, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then G Money to Clay. So, like, you're looking at his whole roster. Dak Prescott, he traded within the last year for Barkley recently. Uh, within the last year, Alvin Kamara just this last week. Diggs was at the end of the season at the trade deadline. Alvin Kamara was last offseason. I'm pretty sure. Um, Kittle wasn't that at the deadline with you. Trade yes. deadline. Justin Jefferson, beginning of last season. Antonio Gibson, beginning of last season. Like, he is just <clears throat> killing it with trades. And, yeah. and I actually, te- I texted him. This is the reason why I think you need to trade to be good at fantasy football. It's like one of the most important things is trades. Oh, yeah. We, we went over it. He didn't win all of his trades. Like, we have him as a loser in plenty of trades. Yeah. But as you get comfortable trading like 2019 he took a little slow didn't do very many they were smaller trades got comfortable kind of got his values under his belt and started making some big ones you can not only turn a team around but man you can build a juggernaut by doing the correct moves and and getting lucky a little bit as well like justin jefferson we thought he got smoked in that trade but he he can say it's skill and it is skill because he believed in jefferson but man, I don't think anybody projected him to be the beast that he is now. Um, no, we thought uh, it was a homerism thing since he's yeah, a Vikings yeah. fan. So, so yeah, I think I think that this just shows how important, but also like how much fun trading can be. Because because I guarantee you, Clay's having a blast doing all these deals. So Diggs is his stepson. Jefferson, you look, at, you look at the names. Is his real son. And Antonio Gibson is his brother. 
I I thought Clay was white. <laughs> I definitely thought he was white. <laughs> I just like I just like George Kittle. What like go Hawks? <laughs> it makes me think of like the East versus West Bowl and like Diggs, Jefferson, and Gibson. Like they all give their names, and then Clay is at the end. Jeff Smith, <laughs> the one white yes. guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I think. For Clay, dude, he just got to keep doing what he's doing. His team, like I said, is it's the best starting roster in my opinion. Yes, it's very um, good. TJ's got the best overall team because of depth, uh, but I think this could change over the next couple years because he's got two first rounders in 2022 and three first rounders in 2023. So that's ammo that he can use in trades. But then that's also something that he can hold on to and just kind of keep replugging his team. So at the end of my notes, you know how I put like what I would do if it was my team or like little advice or whatever. I just put go for the ship. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> go for it. I mean, yeah, all in. I, I I think there's now that we've done all the teams and we've looked at them all. I think Clay and TJ are in like that tier one for me. Zach Viss is probably alone in the tier two. I just think his running backs might really hurt him. Um, so I think he's he's maybe Drake might be in that tier two with him. You think? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. so. Probably Zach Viss and Drake. Yep. And then it's it's kind of a crapshoot after that, in my opinion. Yep. So. And everybody's uh, yelling at their radios. What? What about me? I, I, if I'm being completely honest, it would probably be tier three. I have Zach DeYoung and myself for five and six, and I would say those would probably be my favorites for the six playoff teams. Um, there we go, set in stone. Noah, <laughs> how'd that make you feel? Oh, so wonderful that I wasn't included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm not gonna lie when we do our uh our evaluation our predictions of what we think playoff teams are gonna do i am going to put myself like 10th or 11th i am sick of having like i i haven't been like putting myself top three i've been like five or six or i've been saying i'm a playoff team sure and then yep. i and then i don't make it so yep. this year i'm gonna put myself at 11th and then it's nothing but but happy surprises after that anything above it i'm gonna be pumped so we'll, we'll have to freaking wait and see. Hopefully I can win some games this year. <laughs> but I think that's... That's it. This is, a, this is a shorter one for us. It, it, it helps that Clay is one of the newer guys in the league, so a little less material. Um, but yeah, I, I think... What? We got the draft tomorrow. Freaking huge yep. day. And then following that, we have two weeks, I believe is it, until our rookie draft. Yep. So hopefully you guys study up. Um, I know Sleeper just came out with brand new like ADPs for the rookie draft. So if you look, they have fixed them. Once again, personally, I don't love them. So don't just go off of Sleepers and hope that they're correct. Um, it might work for you, but I would say do your own research, please. Uh, yeah, and then Noah, next episodes, we'll probably do just rookie draft stuff and looking at our rookie draft before we have it. Yeah. The reaction. Oh, so good, dude. All right. Anything, uh, anything else on your mind? That's it, man. You, uh, you still gassy? Oh, for sure. For dude, sure. Your poor daughter. 
blowing it up. Freaking, who just, who absolutely just destroys their daughter's bedroom and then walks out? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Only you, dude. I feel terrible. And then taunts her by telling her to grab Febreze, but there's none left. <laughs> you're an, you're an evil man. Messed up. She's got to learn young. <laughs> She's got to learn young. <laughs> All right, dude. Thanks for joining me. And uh, we will see you tomorrow with the Ricket Draft. Are you going to be you're gonna be watching with us? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. Freaking heck yeah, dude. Yep. All right. See you, dude. See ya.